Creative Brain Candy by Creators for Creators. Simply Stogies is a passion project that is fan-funded. If you enjoy the content Simply Stogies brings to you and would like to see more and different kinds of content, a website, more on-location podcasts with blenders, manufacturers, or retailers, or video reviews, please consider supporting Simply Stogies on Patreon at patreon.com slash simplystogies. Supporting Simply Stogies can get you a ton of perks, including instant access to bonus material, access to Simply Stogies Discord, including a Patreon-only channel, shoutouts on the show and social media, a monthly virtual herf with myself and other supporters, the ability to suggest cigar reviews, cool swag, or the opportunity to do a cigar review on Simply Stogies podcast. Thank you for your consideration and your generosity. Now, on to Simply Stogies. You're listening to Simply Stogies, a monthly podcast dedicated to the cigar enthusiast. Light up a stogie, sit back and relax while James brings you along on his journey as a new cigar smoker. Simply Stogies will review cigars, discuss topics that cigar aficionados find important, and will probably learn a few things along the way. Now, here's your host of Simply Stogies, James. Welcome to Simply Stogies. I am your host, James. I am back recording here in the studio, here in my office. I'm very thankful for that. I'm very happy about that. Thank you for everyone, for all of your support, for staying uh, staying t- in tune with what was going on uh, after the, the, the major natural disaster that we experienced here uh, in my home state of Iowa and the town that I live in uh, that, that got hit uh, especially hard. Uh, I was without power for 12 days, 13 days. I was without internet for about three weeks, almost almost a month. But everything has been restored. I am back, and uh, I am very happy to be here with you for this episode. This episode of Simply Stogies, I'm going to be talking about a couple of different things. The first thing I'm going to talk about is I'm going to talk about uh, the FDA and the news that came out while I was dealing with the derecho and dealing with the fallout from the natural disaster because it's pretty big news and I want to make sure that uh, that I get that out there. I also will uh, I'll be talking about Cuban cigars and where to get Cuban cigars. Yes, I know they're frowned upon. Yes, I know they are technically illegal. You can bring some in with you. I believe the current uh, statute is uh, $800 worth. Uh, so it, you know, it's more of a gray area than it is anything else, but we'll get to that shortly. But before we do that, head over to creativebraincandy.com. If you are a creator, uh, and you're looking to podcast, if you're into video games, bad gamers, anonymous is looking for two new hosts. So if you are interested in podcasting, there's no experience required. Click the apply button at the top, creativebraincandy.com. And while you're there, check out the brand new episode from Catobophobia, where Cream and Jimmy sit down with Attilus gym owner, Ian Smith, 
Uh, if you are into fitness, if you are on the East Coast, um, you probably know who Ian Smith is. He is the co-owner of Attila's Gym. Uh, he's been arrested a couple times, I believe. They barricaded the doors to his gym shut. Uh, they've stripped his business license and all because he just wants to uh, keep his gym open during quarantine. So Jimmy and Cream sit down with him uh, and they have a great conversation. Check it out. Cotobophobia at creativebringcandy.com. This is a fantastic episode. If you are into weightlifting, if you are into nutrition, or if you are into personal rights, this is it. This is the place. Cotobophobia. Uh, the latest episode. Ian Smith, co-owner of Attilus Gym. This was a big big interview for uh, the guys over there at Catobophobia, and they did a fantastic job sitting down with him and talking with him uh, about all of the issues surrounding coronavirus and and staying open and staying safe and, you know, how far is too far uh, when it comes to uh, trying to keep everybody safe. So check that out, creativebraincandy.com. I want to talk in this episode about the the latest ruling now there's been a couple but this is the this is the big one uh, and it was it was large enough of a ruling for the the PCA to to send out an email but 3 weeks ago judge Amit P uh, Meta I'm sure I'm absolutely butchering that name so I apologize to the judge uh, US district court uh, for the district of Columbia ruled that the FDA cannot enforce pre-market review requirements for premium cigars until it considers a streamlined process for cigar makers to equate their products to older ones. You've heard me on this podcast refer to substantial uh, equivalence a couple of times. You've heard Glenn Loop, who's been on this podcast a couple of times, talk about substantial equivalence. This basically says that the FDA cannot enforce substantial equivalence until there's a streamlined process, until they've considered a streamlined process. And it's unclear uh, what the FDA is going to do because, again, the FDA has gone on record and said that premium hand-rolled cigars, the cigar industry as a whole, is not who they really want to target. They obviously want to target uh, the vape industry, cigarettes, the things kids are smoking. And I'm I'm sorry. Kids are not hanging around outside of a cigar lounge saying, hey, man, can you can you buy me a cigar? They may go into the Quickie Mart and they may grab uh, a Swisher Sweet or a Dutch Master or a uh, Black and Mild, and they may fill that with something other than tobacco, but they are not. They're not standing outside cigar lounges saying, hey, can you get me some some premium hand-rolled cigars? And this this. This ruling that uh, the judge came up with does a couple of different things for the uh, for the industry as a whole. Uh, the first thing that it does, I think, which is probably the biggest thing besides a substantial equivalence ruling, is that it narrows the definition of what a premium cigar is. And you say, why is that a big deal? For the longest time, they didn't have a definition of what a premium hand-rolled cigar is those in the industry have had it. And there have been a couple of that have floated around, but this presents a firm and narrow definition of what is a premium handled cigar. And this could have a significant impact long-term for tax and regulation measures uh, at the local state and federal level. 
And I'll get into to the local and state here in, in a minute because I think that that is where the big fight lies next for everyone. And I think it'll be interesting to see how the organizations like the PCA and the CRA handle that because they've been fighting at a federal level for quite a while now. And so transitioning into a local political fight, it's a different animal. So Judge Mehta uh, agreed uh, with the FDA's definition of what a premium cigar was in, the, in its August 5th filing. And here's what the definition is. It is a wrapped, uh, it's wrapped in whole tobacco leaf, contains 100% leaf tobacco binder, contains at least 50% of the filler by weight uh, of long filler tobacco, whole tobacco leaves that run the length of the cigar. It's handmade or hand roll. That means there's no machinery that was involved. It has no filter, no tobacco tip or non-tobacco mouth or non-tobacco tip or non-tobacco mouthpiece. So Swisher Sweet, sorry, you're no longer a, a can be defined as a premium hand-rolled cigar. They also do not have uh, characterizing flavors other than tobacco. So what does that look like for flavored tobacco? It contains only water, tobacco, vegetable gum with no other ingredients or additives and weighs more than uh, six pounds per 1,000 units. This definition uh, is also endorsed by both the PCA and I, I think the CRA as well. And they believe that this will provide a lot of relief for small business, particularly cigar lounges across uh, the nation. Scott Pierce, who is the PCA executive director, said, uh, this is another monumental victory for the premium cigar industry. We congratulate our legal team led by Mike Edney uh, of Steptoe and Johnson on an important victory that protects the livelihood of PCA members across the country. This comes on the heels of legal victories, striking down warning labels for premium cigars. Both our retail members and associate members provided important strategy and guidance in our legal, legislative, and regulatory appeals to define premium cigars and showcase their distinctiveness from the courts to Capitol Hill. Uh, what the PCA says this does, this is directly from an email to uh, the PCA members. Uh, it provides immediate relief to manufacturers and importers of premium cigars who would have needed to file substantial equivalent reports for their required products, suspends enforcement of the pre-market authorization requirements for all premium cigars, requires the FDA to to engage in additional rulemaking should it wish to enforce the pre-market review requirements. It struck down the requirement of companies to place the warning labels covering 50% of each cigar box uh, and destroying the industry approach to advertising and marketing uh, and presents uh, the firm and narrow definition of what a premium cigar is. So there you go. This is a landmark. I don't know if I want to say landmark because I am not a legal expert. This might not be a landmark, but this is a pretty big victory for everyone in and around the cigar industry. And while we should take some time to celebrate this, and I think everyone in the cigar industry probably has, has breathed a collective sigh of relief at this point, Glenn Liu put out an article where he said, hey, look, it's great, but we still need to ramp up the fight that's to come. And the fight that the, that's to come in my mind, it's not because, again, the FDA has said, hey, we're probably, you know, you guys aren't really in our crosshairs. I mean, they said that and they still kind of went ahead with this, with this whole thing. The bigger fight to me, the fight that's coming up and the fight that I, honestly we've, I feel personally that we've lost a lot of ground on is the local and state fight. It seems like every day I read another article that says, you know, this county is banning 
cigar smoking in in parks. This county is uh, banning flavored cigars. This this state wants to ban flavored cigars. This state wants to raise taxes on cigars. There's gonna be there's gonna be a bigger fight that's coming, and it's it's going to be bigger because it's more widespread. It's literally going to be bigger than just fighting the federal government. It's going to be fighting against 50 state governments and an immeasurable amount of, of local governments and local communities that want to ban premium handmade cigars. I don't, I don't want to talk about flavored cigars. I don't, I don't want to have that battle right now with everyone within the cigar industry. Is there a place for them? I think there is. Are kids smoking them? No, I don't think so. I had this conversation with a couple of brothers of the leaf earlier this week. And flavored cigars are great. Oh, I don't know if I want to use this terminology, but I will. Uh, flavored cigars are a great gateway into cigars. If you are newer to cigars, if you don't, like if you've tried a cigar and it's just too harsh, and it's too overpowering, Flavored cigar might be the way to go, and that has been the gateway for many a brother and sister of the leaf. Personally, that's not how I went. That's not how I got into the hobby, but there are those that still enjoy uh, an acid Cuba Cuba every now and again or an acid Blondie. Is there a place for those? Yes, but I think the larger fight that we need to, to recognize that is coming is the fight against local uh, and state government that wants to, one, push it out of the local communities, and two, wants to tax it to supplement the, the revenue stream that they lost from banning vaping, from, from banning cigarettes. From, so, I mean, we're next. Like the, the cigar industry is next. We're still in the crosshairs, and now there's just a lot more crosshairs that we should probably be focusing on. That's my personal opinion. Write your congressmen, write your senators, write your, your state and local representatives. Let them know, hey, I'm a cigar smoker and this is, this is important to me. I will vote because of how you will vote for or against cigars. Let them know. I think that's the best thing we can do at this point. Uh, and then we kind of wait and see what the PCA, the CRA, the, the CAA, see what they do uh, when it comes to state and local governments. Because I've said since I got into this. Yeah, it's great that the, the the focus is on the federal government, what the FDA is trying to do. I think it's great. We need that. But a lot of states, a lot of local municipalities, a lot of local communities get lost in that fight. And once we lose that ground, we'll never get it back. So it's fantastic. We won this fight against the FDA, but let's make sure that we're doing what we can in our local communities to get the word out about this leaf that we all enjoy. Next, I want to talk a little bit about where to buy Cuban cigars. So I've done two podcasts now, both with Joe from simplystogies.club, great brother of the leaf, very knowledgeable expert when it comes to Cuban cigars. I've talked with him twice now on this podcast and we've had Pete Johnson on and he cut his teeth on, on Cuban cigars and he was a huge Cuban cigar nerd uh, back in the day. Cuban cigars are fantastic. When they're good, they're great. When they're bad, yeah. But there's nothing like them on the planet. And, you know, Joe blew my mind in the last episode when he told me that uh, cigars, Cuban cigars from the, uh, you know, before 1999, 
were more in line with Nicaraguan cigars uh, of today than they are with Cuban cigars of today. Cuban cigars today are mild and they're, they're beautiful and they're nuanced and they're subtle. They're not bold. They don't, they don't hit you up and about your face with a mallet of flavor. It's, it's more delicate. And I'm okay with that. Some would call it mild-bodied, medium-bodied. There are very few full-bodied Cubans. In fact, I can't think of one off the top of my head. But the ultimate question is, is where do you get these? Where do you find these Cuban cigars? Obviously, they're illegal in the United States. They're illegal to sell in the United States. You cannot purchase them here in the United States. I want to make that very clear. If you buy Cuban cigars online, which, yes, you can do, and I'm going to talk about that here in a minute. If you do so, you're buying at your own risk, then you are breaking the law. We here at simplystogies.com, simplystogies podcast, and creativebraincandy.com do not encourage you to do this. Please do not break the law. It is bad. There's my legal disclaimer. Now, where do I get these things? <laughs> well, the easy answer is the internet. But where? Right? Well, we talked in the last episode with Joe, how do you know what you're getting is real? How do you know what you're getting is, is authentic? And how do you avoid fakes? Because there are a ton of fakes. If you're traveling overseas and you're on a beach somewhere and someone comes up to you and offers you, hey, I see you're smoking a cigar. I've got these box of Cubans and it's got a glass top on it. Guess what? Those are not real Cubans. If you're overseas, if you're out of the country and you're going to buy Cubans for yourself, the best, safest place to do it, and this isn't even a guarantee all the time, is at an authorized La Casa del Habano. They are the official Habanos SA dealers across the world. Uh, they're all over the place. When you go to the Caribbean, they're there. There's, I believe there's a couple in Mexico. So yeah, like that's where you want to go is a La Casa del Habano, the official Habanos SA dealers. Buying from some guy on the street, probably not getting getting real Cubans. We've talked about what the danger of, of these fake Cubans is, is that it's sometimes filled with floor sweepings and or worse. Not something you really want to put in your body. It's not like this is the safest hobby to begin with. It's not the healthiest hobby. So to mitigate some of those things, don't, don't smoke fake Cohibas. I know guys that do that, what they'll do is if they got two or three from the same person, they'll cut one open and make sure that there's nothing in it. If they, you know, then they'll, they'll smoke the other two. And that's fine. If you want to take that risk personally, I would just rather make sure that if I am purchasing Cubans, that I'm purchasing real Cubans, uh, from someone that I trust or from Habanos, I say the La Casa del Habanos. That said, who do you trust? I'm here to tell you who to trust. Uh, there are a lot of different places, and I'm not going to cover all of them. I'm just not. For uh, several different reasons, one might be price, one might be customer service, one might be, you know, maybe I had a bad experience. That doesn't mean that they're, they're all bad. It just means that these are the ones that I trust, these are the ones that I use, and there are pros and cons to using them. We talked about in the first episode with Joe, episode seven, the, the Cuban episode, we talked about what happens if, when you order online? When you order online, you order from another country, typically somewhere like uh, Geneva, like Switzerland, or, or Spain, or Canada, or somewhere else, so even in the Car Caribbean, Germany. Uh, there are several different places where you can purchase 
Cuban cigars online around the world, Australia. They will send them via USPS, U.S. Postal Service, to your house. And let's not take COVID into account. That's going to take a couple of weeks. And so typically what happens is they, they all have to go through customs. And if they make it through customs, then they're yours. Like, congratulations, made it through. If customs finds them, as long as it's not an exorbitant amount of cigars, as long as it's just enough Cuban cigars for personal consumption, they're not going to fine you. They can fine you. They absolutely can. And there have been instances where they have. The U.S. government can absolutely do that. So if customs wants to come after you, they can come after you. But typically what happens in these situations, from what I've heard, this has not happened to me, but from what I've heard is they will send you a letter saying, hey, somebody tried to send you some you know, illegal contraband items through the mail. These were caught at customs. If you'd like to pick these up, please come to your nearest U.S. customs office. Don't, don't go to the nearest U.S. You know, don't go. It's a trap. Throw the note away and you're probably fine. But they can come after you if they so choose to and they can fine you. And doing business with communists is usually pretty frowned upon here in the United States. Unless you're the federal government doing the business with the communists or the NBA. So where do I go? Where do I go to order these? Well, the first place uh, that, that I would uh, tell you to go, especially here in times of coronavirus where Shipping times can get all kinds of wacky. We talked about this with Joe in the last episode. They can sit on a tarmac or in a warehouse somewhere for weeks. And that's not something that you want to put these cigars through, especially when you're ordering online from overseas. You're usually spending a little bit more. Cuban cigars aren't cheap. Cigars in general aren't cheap. But Cuban cigars can get pretty pricey pretty quick. The first place that I would recommend is rsvpcigars.com. This is a place here in North America. It's out of Canada. So shipping times are super fast, even with COVID. And when I say super fast, less than 10 days. And that's total 10 days, not 10 business days, 10 days total. The stock is always changing there at rsvpcigars.com. But it's so fast. It is absolutely the quickest shipping that you can get. If you want them fast, if you and, and I'm I'm not saying that RSVP cigars has the best prices. What I'm saying is that they have the best shipping and the best customer service that I have found. They were very quick to respond. I found them on Instagram, which I said last last episode was a no-no. Never do that. I was willing to do that because if I can find a good, quick, and fairly priced supplier that I can tell my friends about, that I can tell my podcast listeners about, then absolutely I want to do that. RSVPcigars.com, uh, fantastic. Give them a shot. Check out their website. Like I said, their stock is always changing. Uh, and see what they've got, what you're looking for. Tell them that Simply Stogie sent you. The next online retailer that, that I'll mention is iHavanis.com. Again, these guys are on the up and up. They're legit. I believe they're out of Switzerland. Their prices are always, typically, they're the best prices. Not always, but typically they're the best prices. I have never gotten a stick from them that has had plume on it <laughs> or mold. I've never have. Uh, there have been some that have come a little bit roughed up, 
because again, I mean, they're spending two to three weeks on a, during good times, two to three weeks. And that shipping has gotten a little bit faster uh, over the years that I've used them, but two to three weeks typically. And they've come a little beat up. I mean, they're coming from, from overseas and they've got to make the long trip and God only knows what the, what the relative humidity is now. They have started shipping because of COVID. They have started shipping with a Bovida pack. I, I think I mentioned that in the last episode with Joe. So that's great because again, you don't know how long it's going to sit there because of the uh, coronavirus COVID. So ihavanis.com, another great place to go. Uh, and then the last one that I'll mention uh, is monifortuna.com. Now these these guys are not the cheapest by any stretch of the imagination. These are these folks are out of uh, Spain, I believe. Monifortuna.com. They've always got like if you're looking for hard to find stuff, that's the place to probably go. But you're going to pay for it. But again, you're not paying for something that you can get easily anyway. All of these places, all of them. There's a premium that you're going to pay because you can't get these in the United States. They're taking the risk on their end, sending it. You're accepting the risk on your end that it might get confiscated. And you could check each individual retailer for, you know, how that works if, if it never shows up to your door, which it happens. For one reason or another, it happens. Some places are a lot better about it than others. Uh, I have Anis, for example, really good about it. I'm not going to tell you who's bad at it <laughs> uh, because I don't want to, I don't want to uh, besmirch anyone. This is why I'm only telling you about these three retailers. Trust me, there are retailers out there that have sent cigars that are moldy and then not been very nice about it. I mean, just covered in mold. And when, when, when someone says, Hey, you know, I got moldy sticks. They're like, yeah, great. That's plume. No, there's no such thing as plume, only mold. They get, they get, rather indignant about it. And then their customer service quickly goes downhill. And I get that from a retailer standpoint. I think I talked about that on the, uh, on the episode where I talked about plume versus mold and there is no plume. It's always mold. I think I talked about that. I understand from the retailer's perspective, they don't want to lose money on that stock, right? They don't want to lose money on that investment. And so ah, it's plume, man. No, it's not. It's mold. Other retailers are just super slow. (laughs) I, I talk about the two to three weeks, but sometimes you place an order with other retailers and it's two to three weeks before they even process it. It's two to three weeks before they even start to ship it. So, and, and I can complain about that, but that happens here in the United States as well. Again, I'm not going to mention retailers. I'm not here to, to, this isn't a gossip podcast. This is a, a podcast to help my brothers and sisters of the leaf. But there are retailers here in the United States that do that. So you just have to be careful. But so those three, moneyfortuna.com, ihavanis.com, and rsvpcigars.com, tell them James from Simply Stogie sent you. Uh, Those are the three that I trust. Those are the three that I go to the most. There are others that I go to. There are others that are in the game and they do a pretty good job. These are just, in my mind, these are the ones that I go to all the time that I'm always looking to see what they have in stock. I'm always looking to see what their flash deals are. I'm always looking to see, you know, what they're going to have. Because as I said in the last episode, I really want a box of H. Upman, uh, Sir Winston's. I really want a box of those. But with the derecho, 
uh, and having to get my garage rebuilt and all of the, the work I've had to do around the house and had probably not going to happen anytime soon. But there you go. Those are the three retailers, the three Cuban cigar retailers that I trust the most. And that's going to do it for this episode of Simply Stogie's podcast. Check out our YouTube channel. Go to YouTube.com and type in Simply Stogies. We'll pop right up. There's a brand new cigars and coffee up on the YouTube channel where uh, Tim and I are actually at David's Fine Tobaccos in West Des Moines, Iowa. Fantastic place. If you are in the Des Moines area, check out David's Fine Tobaccos uh, in West Des Moines. And check out the brand new review from David on simplystogies.com, the Romeo y Julieta Exhibition number four from 2018. Uh, he gives you his rundown on that. There's also a brand new article, cutters, lighters, ashtrays, all the essential gear every cigar smoker needs. Uh, and, uh, of course, Matthew Kang put out a couple of weeks ago the Room 101 Doomsayer Passive Habano Review. Uh, look for more reviews coming this month from myself, from Tim, and from the rest of the staff at simplystogies.com. Join me next time when I'm not sure what I'll be talking about, but I promise it'll be Simply Stogies. Stay smoky, friends. Thank you for listening to Simply Stogies. Please rate and review Simply Stogies on iTunes. You can follow James on his cigar journey on Instagram at Simply Stogies Podcast, all one word, and on Twitter at the Twitter handle at Simply Stogies.